Have you seen this? What? Have you heard that? What? Have you been there? Where? It's a live podcast from ShirePod, keeping you connected to the community and bringing you your local caffeine shot from a cafe near you. This episode is brought to you by Daydream Creative, the branding specialist that helps your business stand out and grow. Nestled on the fringe of the Royal National Park, Daydream Creative is your local creative agency supporting the businesses of the Sutherland Shire. I'm your host, JJ. I'm your host, Amanda. And we're broadcasting live today from Fired Up Barbecues and Burgers in Ingadine. Bob and his team have been nominated for the upcoming Local Business Awards, and you can vote for them by simply visiting thebusinessawards.com.au. And here is a word from our podcast supporter. The Local Business Awards acknowledge outstanding local businesses and their people who go above and beyond, providing an exceptional customer service experience. During the past 30 years, the Local Business Awards trophy has become a powerful symbol that local businesses aspire to. Shire Foodies, the Facebook page that independently reviews the cafes and restaurants of the Shire, and without influence, you'll hear about the best flavours. Good morning, Southern Shire, and welcome to the Been There podcast. We are the digital platform hosting locally produced podcasts here on Podbean. This is a post-COVID-19 community initiative coming to you live from where you live. And today, we're in Ingadine. The Fired Up Barbecue has been nominated for the Local Business Awards and we'll be talking to the owner, Bob, and our special guests. It's a great atmosphere here this morning and we've been chatting with the personalities from behind the counter and those who regularly drink the coffee and eat here. This podcast is bringing you the world word on the street to the buds in your ears and every week we'll be keeping you up to date on local matters. So first up, let's take a look at the top three local news events. So following up from last week's top news story, Mr Port Hacking himself, George Quizis, is one of Shirewalk's storytellers, has told us that although he has not been a close observer of the plans for the wharves connecting both sides of the bay, I recall the old service and the sense of loss when it ceased. However, he believes that it is the potential to be a good thing overall despite the reliability depending on the weather. George is a member of the Sutherland Shire Historical Society that are currently creating a series of podcasts. Shire Walks podcasts are the audio walking tour that takes you through the Sutherland Shire suburbs and shares the stories of local families, businesses, significant events and locations. Now in health today, we want to bring awareness to the National Diabetes Awareness Week from the 12th to the 18th of July. If you want more information, you can contact the NDSS helpline on 1800 637 700. While there's no cure for diabetes, you can live an enjoyable life by learning about the condition and effectively managing it. So did you know, Amanda, that 280 Australians develop diabetes every day? That's one person every five minutes. That's crazy, so many. I know, and 1.7 million Australians have diabetes, including myself. Yeah, and we also had a look and more than 100,000 Australians have developed diabetes in the past year. That's pretty huge. I mean, you're testing blood how many times a day or you might need insulin injections. Some people actually have the pumps. And have to make sure that someone's eating properly and that. Some kids actually have their parents wake them up like three or four times in the night to make sure that their sugar levels aren't crashing throughout the night. So that's huge on families. So in the community this week, Amanda? Now this week, I read that dog registrations have increased in the Sutherland Shire by 10% over the last two years, with a total of 56,151 dogs as of April 2020. And not one of them is yours, is it? Not one of them is mine. (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. We've got Tigger um, registered, right? Our producer's dog? Twice. Twice. Oh, that's even better. And it appears the council have agreed to extend winter access to the Green Hills Dog Beach, which is probably the only place Tigger can go, off-leash area by one daylight hour, meaning you can now go there with your dog before 10am and after 3pm for a trial period until the October 1st. Wow, well that's good news for those who head down to our beautiful beaches for an early morning walk or late afternoon stroll with their pooch. It's actually really nice down there, so yeah, it's, it's beautiful. good for dogs that actually like water. 
Uh, in other news, now this one's really hit me hard because I come from Gaimir, but the Gaimir Fair has been cancelled. This will be the first year I haven't gone. Big one. That wow. is huge. But they look forward to seeing everyone. They've already booked it in Sunday the 31st of October 2021 to celebrate our 40th Gaimir Fair. Okay, maybe it's been 39 years that I've been going. <laughs> um, but I saw on Facebook that the Dandelion Foundation is hosting their high tea on Saturday the 17th of October 2020 from 1pm at Dalton House, Sylvania Waters. Have you got your ticket? Not yet. Um, and I love that they've moved music to the park online to music in the backyard. It's where the Sutherland Shire talented local performances uh, showcase their work in a in a premiere on the Sutherland Entertainment Centre Facebook page every Thursday from 7pm. This has been awesome. I've been watching. Um, so get to know the performers as they talk about their work themselves and what they're up to and, of course, perform a few songs for us. Well, that's going to be good. Yeah. So um, what are your plans for this weekend? Now, you're an Ingadine girl, so Amanda, are you going to be at the pub at Ingadine Tavern? <laughs> the pub is a great spot for anyone looking for a meal or catching up with some friends. Um, so they've got some um, lunch specials that are really fantastic. Saturdays they've got an in-house DJ and all the live sport um, on Sunday on the big screen. So, yeah, that's gonna be in. That's going to be really great. So in entertainment, uh, the Art Passage, let me tell you about Corinne Morrison. Now, Corinne is actually part of the Crocker's family over at Crocker's Wallpaper and Paint. Yep. Uh, it's not your average um, art gallery, the Art Passage. Uh, the vision is to... Bridge the gap between the artist, the gallery and the community. Walk the passage and you'll find a dynamic creative hub thriving within a paint and wallpaper warehouse. So Crocker's is an award-winning family-owned business. They've actually been part of the um, local business awards as well. And they've graciously provided a unique platform for artistic exposure. So their whole upstairs area is um, its usually up there with wallpaper but they give that space out to artists every month. So they've currently got an artist in residence at the moment and they switch them over with artists from within the Sutherland Shire. Which Fantastic is, initiative, isn't it? It's really great. You can now um, be seen by those who are really already looking to improve their homes for those artists that want to actually have some exposure. Yeah, that's really cool. So you can find more information at the.art.passage and they're located at one. 206 Box Road, Miranda, and they're open from 7 till 5. But that, of course, all of these weekend plans depend on the weather. Really does at the moment. So um, let's see. Friday we've got a um, minimum of 12 degrees to 17 degrees today. At the moment in Ingadine, it's actually 9 degrees. Uh, chance of rain of 70%. Then Saturday we've got showers easing with a minimum of 12 degrees to 17 degrees with a 60% chance of rain. And on Sunday, we've got 11 to 15 degrees with possible showers. Now, I have seen that the SES and the Bureau of Meteorology, you've got to be impressed I said that that early in the morning. <laughs> That's a big one. Uh, it was a big one. Uh, they're actually um, giving out warnings for um, Monday for storms and they're actually asking everyone for flash flooding and um, massive storms coming through on Monday that they clean out their gutters and everything okay. this weekend. So it sounds like it's going to be a great weekend and it's looking forward to a great week next week for the last week of school holidays. But just make sure that you're um, storm ready just in case. Spend the Saturday morning getting up on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but do it safely. <laughs> so for all our sporting fans, Ingadine is the home of the Dragons and the Eagles. So this morning we have junior sports reporter Dylan um, and she's going to give us a bit of a wrap and, and a shout out to some of the local clubs. Dylan, your Shire Pod Junior Sports Reporter. This week we are in Ingadine at Fire Up Barbecue for the Being There podcast. So I'm here to give a shout out to the local sporting clubs Ingadine Eagles Soccer, Bosco Cl Soccer Club, Martin Hammers Soccer, Ingadine Cruisers. Soccer, Ingadine Eagles Netball Club, Ingadine Dragons Rugby League Bosco, Rugby League Bosco Soccer was back in full swing last weekend and footy and netball stars after the school holidays. 
Because of COVID, there were some pretty big obstacles to get us back playing the sport we love. Oh, she's so gorgeous. I love Dylan. <laughs> she loves these reports. I know. And while she's actually having a quick chat at that, we're um, just also going to do a shout-out to softball because softball's starting up soon for the summer season. So um, there are opportunities for all players and volunteers to get involved at the Yarrawarra Tigers Softball, uh, softball Club. Um, and apparently Ingadine. I didn't know this. I don't know whether you knew this. Uh, is nestled on the, well, I knew this part, is nestled on the banks of the Warrenora River. But did you know that they have social kayaking and stand up paddle boarding sessions? That sounds pretty fun though, when it's a bit warmer. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be right out there, aren't you? I believe it's about $40. All the information will be on our show notes if you want to get more information. But uh, yeah, and just to wrap up Dylan's lovely report, because she's amazing and I, I'm not being biased here, she's not mine, but um, she's actually gotten an interview with, uh, who was it? With Dave, who's the president of Ingadine Eagle. So she's done her first little interview. Oh, this is awesome. So <laughs> we're just going to play this for everyone so then they can hear that. I'm here with Dave Henson, who is the president of Ingadine Eagle Soccer Club. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dylan. How are you going today? Good. Can you tell us what was involved in getting us back to soccer with all of the COVID rules and restrictions? Restrictions. Um, there was many things. We had to listen to what the government was telling us because they're the ones that make the rules. And, um, they're the ones that actually told us that we could go back to playing soccer last weekend, which was great. Did you have a good time playing soccer? Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, it was part of um, Football New South Wales and um, FFA, who are the football managing authority in Australia as well, and they're the ones that um, helped us get back on the park. But mainly all the volunteers doing all their work really, really helped us out, which um, got us back on the park, and you got your soccer game in. Thanks for everything you and the club did. We all very, we are all very excited to be playing soccer with our friends again. That's good to hear. Glad you're happy. You also have a Sutherland Shire-based business, Rexstand. What do you do for work and how was COVID affect your business? Um, that's a very good question, uh, Dylan. Um, my company, Renextend, is a building company. Uh, we build houses and um, do renovations and extensions for people around this area and also in the Sydney way as well. Um, the biggest problem we had with COVID or the biggest restrictions that was very hard for us was having to go to all these different places to uh, get supplies and and, and materials delivered because when everyone was sick we had to um, make sure that we weren't sick and we didn't infect people. Um, Apart from that the hardest part was um, people not wanting to spend money because they didn't work, they couldn't work and they had no money to spend so that um, unfortunately doesn't help my company out very much. Thanks for talking the time to talk to Shire Pod today. No worries. Thanks for having me on, Dylan. I'm Dylan Hamer. Good luck to all soccer teams playing this weekend. Well done. Beautiful. Nailed it. Nailed it. Probably read better. She's so cute. I'm sorry. I, I love how those little – we nailed it. Yep, no, they did nail it. And thanks to Dave for taking part in that interview. That was a fantastic insight and Dylan had a fantastic time. That's awesome. So, Amanda, let's talk about uh, the Being There podcast. So about five weeks ago we were sitting in the office. Mr Pip said something about creating a live podcast. So – she wanted to join local cafes to help them get back on their feet as they started opening up after COVID. Um, what did you think of that? 
Well, yeah, and look, it's a fantastic idea. And I guess we all just brainstormed a bit, didn't we? And just got down to what we thought might work, um, working out where we could go, who we could focus on, um, and just really why we were doing it. So we wanted to bring focus to, you know, the hospitality industry, cafes in Sutherland Shire, who've really been affected. It's a big industry that's been affected by COVID. So we just thought if we got ourselves out into the community and spoke to the people, um, it would just bring awareness and get people back out and, um, yeah, supporting these local businesses. Yep, so here we're here again today and we're doing it again for the second week in a row. But can you tell our listeners how we came up with the name? I don't know, can I? <laughs> um, look, I guess we just looked at cafes and coffee's a really big part of cafes. And then, you know, have you been there? Just asking the question, putting it out and just playing on that word. Um, yeah, so just getting a good reaction. We've got some really good branding around it and people are really starting to respond and contacting us to get on board. So it's great. Yeah, I think it's great that we've got a lot of um, yeah, business owners that uh, are wanting to, um, to be interviewed and everything like that. So actually making sure that we've got support for all these cafes. But I think last week we actually supported something over like 30 businesses in our podcast. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. When we went through and worked out all the businesses who we'd spoken to or had touch points through that week, yeah, it was quite a bit. So it's really great. So um, I believe we're actually, so we've stated that we're at Fired Up Barbecue down at Ingardine at the moment. So have we actually got um, Bob coming in to sit down? He's walking over as we speak. He's going to sit down. I'm going to turn on his mic in a sec. There we go, Bob. I don't know if that's amazing, but hey, I'll, I'll roll with it. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, if you've just joined us, we're coming to you live from Fired Up Barbecues and Burgers at Ingerdine, and we're with the owner, Bob. Hey, Bob, how's it going? Not too bad for this time of the morning. <laughs> how about yourself? Yeah, yeah, no, yep, really great. It's cool to be here um, in amongst it all. So, um, tell us a bit about Fired Up Barbecue. How long have you been here? What's the background story? Oh, how long have you got? It's a long story. <laughs> um, started as a bit of a sideline, bit of a hobby business, just doing pop-ups at local breweries and things like that. I do American-style barbecue, wood-fired, low and slow. We cook brisket for nice. 12 hours or there or thereabouts. Um, you know, all the American-type things, brisket, pork belly, ribs, you know, all, all the, all the uh, good stuff. And, um, yeah... I knew the old owner of this shop, which used to be called Two Guys Burgers, and um, he wanted to move into state, and we were looking for a home to make the business a bit more permanent rather than just doing the mobile thing. So here we are. Yeah, I bought the shop about 18 months ago. It was yep. it was exclusively just a burger shop at that time. Yep. And um, slowly but surely, we've been trying to merge the two things together. And So you recently did that with a bit of a rebrand. So you'd always done before this the smoked meats and things and then you've taken over the burger place and you've kind of merged it. So how have you gone about rebranding and merging that together? Well, it was always the plan to do that because, like I say, the the barbecue, the American-style barbecue, that's my specialty and that's what I'm... I like to think I'm pretty good at. So we've just been told by one of our listeners you had me at pork belly. There we go. I was was wondering what all the waving and stuff was going on. I'm I'm not used to this whole live podcasting thing. It's cool. So with COVID, so we know that that has impacted this industry. You got impacted quite quite quickly when when the whole thing hit, didn't you? Yeah. So as I say, with um, so when I started the business, it was exclusively mobile, and I used to do every little event here and there and everywhere. I'd do any, you know. Any sports day, weekend, I'd do any pop-up at any local place that would have me and, you know, some of those were better than others. But, you know, um, we started getting into bigger events and since I've taken over the shop, we try to... I try to keep the barbecue thing to just the bigger events. And um, our biggest event of the year is an event called Meatstock. It's a it's an American barbecue festival. It's huge. They, you know, get 20,000, 30,000 people through in a weekend. There's one in Melbourne, one in Sydney, and they're by far and away our biggest events of the year. Now, this year it just so happened that we were in Melbourne. I was halfway through setting up my stall at the event in Melbourne. So you are ready, um, you had all your stock, you had all your staff down there. 13 grand worth of meat. Yep. Um, yeah, when, when I say I had everything on the line, I literally had every cent to my name tied up in that event. I needed to make money at that event to pay for the fuel to get home. Yep. Um, and that was the day that um, they banned mass gatherings because of COVID. So wow. I was left in Melbourne twiddling my thumbs going, well, this is inconvenient. What are we going to do now? What's, ne- what's next? Yeah. Um, after dropping my bundle for about an hour and having a little bit of a meltdown, it was just one foot in front of the other and trying to figure out what we need to do to get by. And um, 
yeah, luckily I was able to, the barbecue community sort of rallied behind all the vendors from that event. Everybody saw how badly affected we all were yeah. and and um, the actual event themselves, they've got a massive social media reach and they said to us, you know, anybody that's having a pop-up or something like that, let us know and they'll promote it. So the first thing I did was I um, sold a bunch of our raw meat to other barbecue enthusiasts in Melbourne and that got us a bit of uh, out of trouble because yep. for starters I didn't know how I was going to get that much meat back to Sydney. Yeah, how do you even start to work that out? Oh, I've got a cool room on my trailer which yep. we run while we drive but, you know, when I say every square inch of that was full, you could not have gotten one more piece of meat in that fridge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, so we drove back and we had a we had a pop-up event here at the store on the Sunday and um, had 180 people through. Yeah, that people, was huge. I, I came down for that. Yeah, people <laughs> came from all over Sydney um, because yeah. of that social media reach. And I think um, people sort of came out to help us out, which was really humbling. And, and yeah. um, you know, if it wasn't for that day and then a few things since, it probably would have been doors shut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's massive when you've got all of it on the line and you put yourself out there to do an event like that. And, like, this kind of thing has never happened before. So you couldn't have seen it coming. It's just like, yeah, Exactly. I mean, look, we're all in uncharted territory. But in a way, like, obviously, it, it killed our mobile business overnight. Um, there's no two ways about that. We haven't yep. done an event since. But in a way, it did help me to just refocus all my efforts on the shop. And that's where the rebrand came in. I mean, technically, we weren't ready to become Fired Up Barbecue here at the shop. We still don't have the smoker set up in the shop permanently the way I want it. Yep. But it was a time to focus on, on the shop and get things going. And I had somebody good to help me out with the uh, rebrand and logo design. I don't know if you know that who that is. <laughs> I don't know. She's pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, and also, we had the idea of doing coffee here. We, we were always going to do it. I actually had the coffee machine here on the floor waiting to go since about Christmas and never got around to setting up and it was the perfect time to focus on that and you know where we are here we're quite isolated as you know I heard one of you say god I didn't know how far down it was when you drove it's we get that a lot yeah but um but now you're open for breakfast and lunch as well aren't you so since all during exactly. COVID, that, that would have been quite good for you, people working from home. and Yeah, well, during the lockdown, that's exactly right. We went from, you know, being so far away from everybody being a bad point to that being great. And we became, you know, the, the neighbourhood adopted us really quickly as, as their local coffee place. And, yeah. you know, we've got regulars that are now coming here every day. Um, a couple of our regulars maybe come here more than once a day. I'll, I won't shame anybody, <laughs> but hey. Um, yeah, right. we've got really good coffee, really good barista um, and... Yeah, we're going okay with the coffee now. So just, you know, just a bit of a pivot. Yeah, awesome. So can you just um, uh, tell us um, what are the crowd favourites and why people are coming to Fired Up Barbecue? Why do they come back? What are their faves? Um, number one would be brisket. Um, when we do brisket, like I say, that's that's the signature thing that everybody knows with American barbecue. Well, not everybody knows yet. I still have to explain to a lot of people what it is. I need to um, come in and try it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and that's what people come in and umming and ahhing, oh, what should I get? And I just say brisket. If yep. you don't know what brisket is or if you haven't tried it, eat brisket. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's what hooked me into this. <laughs> I, had my, I still remember my first bite of brisket and I thought, yeah, I could do this for a, for a living. Yeah, got <laughs> so, you hooked. <laughs> yeah, that, that, definitely that. But now that we've got the coffee here as well, um, you know, like I say, we, we got really good coffee and, and um, you know, good old-fashioned Service with a smile, I guess. Yeah, yeah, no, it's <laughs> always great service. The food's delicious. I personally really like the beef burger and the onion rings. They're my go-to. Um, but the kids love the nuggets. So you've got you've got the families wrapped up as well. You do a, a what happens on Wednesday night with the kids? Yeah, well, we do a kids eat free on Wednesday night, so which is you know really good value. Um, you just buy any any burger combo, and we'll throw you a kids combo. You know, some places will just give you you know a kids burger on its own or something like that we give you the whole combo so you get burger nuggets if you want um, burger or nuggets um chips drink everything thrown in so you know we get families come in here and and um oh, yeah wednesday nights have been really popular it's probably apart from the weekend it's our biggest night oh yeah that's fantastic so with delivery options you um you do the deliveries yourself which is a bit of a point of difference yeah that's another thing we're big on um i i, I probably shouldn't um, say anything bad about other companies, but I'm not a big fan of third-party delivery companies. Um, Especially in this climate, it's nice I, to just know that I delivered. could rant and rave about that for longer than your podcast, so let's not <laughs> okay, go there. Let's but not do that. but we, we, we do the deliveries ourselves. We've got yeah. our own online ordering system. And, um, yeah, so when you order from us, you're getting one of our drivers. If there's anything wrong, we fix it. You don't have to go through some call centre, you know. Yeah. That's 
that's that's a big thing we we wanted to get yep. right. So that's on your app, isn't it? Uh, we don't actually. I'm, I'm actually web- getting it. I'm getting website. an app developed at the moment. At the moment, we're just on a website, so which is just fired up barbecue. So fireduppbbq.com.au, um, and you can just go straight in there and order for pickup or delivery. I believe my brother-in-law just calls up. <laughs> yeah, a couple, of, couple up. of people don't like doing it. I mean, look, we obviously prefer it's easier to do it online, but you know, some people don't want to do the website. We'll do an old-fashioned phone call and still send you your food. Not a problem at all. Yep, so you also took part in the Sutherland Shire Open for Business Community Initiative by Sophie B Photography in the last few weeks, few months. So what did that do for Fired Up? Had some photos taken and... Yeah, it was a really odd experience because, I mean, anybody that's known me for more than 30 seconds knows I could talk underwater with a mouthful of bowling balls, but when it comes to um, actually being on the video or having a photo taken on me, I'm a bit shy when it comes to that stuff. And um, having Sophie come in here and, and, and um, do... What was essentially like I'm used to people coming in and wanting to take photos of the food. Yep. Having somebody come in and want to take photos of me was a really weird experience. Um, yep. But no, she. I mean, and she's got a great sense of humour. We we gelled really well because she seems to have the same sixth sense of humour that I do. So <laughs> yeah, we so had, we had a bit of fun with it. And um, yeah, she took a couple of great photos. And you know, just anything anything like that or this, you know, with the podcast. So there's been so many great things. There's another local guy that's been doing some videos of local businesses and COVID's just really enforced this, you know, shop local and everyone's getting behind everyone. It's really, again, I use the word, it sounds like a bit of a cliche, but I use the word humbling. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty amazing the way people seem to want to rally behind small business and help us out because, yep. yeah. Everyone needs <laughs> it If it wasn't time. for that, there'd be, you know, I know there's been a lot of people that have gone under and a lot of people having a lot of trouble. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend this is a picnic, you know, it's still a challenge every day, but... It's, those, are, those are the things that keep us going. Yeah, but so. you also support local business. So your coffee roaster is from yeah. Sutherland Shire. Um, it, that, we're big on that. You know, everything from, you know, we, we go and get our fresh fruit and veg from just the local fruit and veg <laughs> shop rather than a wholesaler. We, you know, everything I can do local, we do local. That's great. Um, and and when, it, when it came to choosing coffee beans, I wanted to go to one of the local roasters and I just, um, I rang around a few places and... Spoke to the guys from Three Pence Coffee over at um, Caring Bar there, and they were just amazing. They took a guy that knows nothing about coffee. Um, if I'm being honest, I still don't know a lot about coffee. That's why I've hired Kristen, my barista, because yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty big believer in staying in your lane, stick yeah. to what you're good at. Yep. Um, but yeah, they they were just they were really helpful. They came out, they saw the vision of what we wanted to do here, and they were they were willing to jump on board and take a chance on us. You know, at early stages, we weren't anything resembling a coffee shop. And, um, yeah, they helped me out with a machine, helped me out with awesome co- – I mean, we get so many people commenting on how good the coffee is. I don't see anybody unhappy here this no, morning. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm very happy. But, um, you know, helped me out with the machine, helped me out – they even helped me – they even introduced me to Kristen, the barista. So, basically, these guys, you know, from somebody – a lot of places didn't want to do business with us because we're just a burger shop and we don't know about coffee, you know, yeah. and these guys – saw the potential and what we wanted to do and helped us out and jumped on board. And, and again, it's just like you say, local, supporting local. And, and um, yeah, I can't say enough about how good they were. And as I say, I don't think I've got a single bad comment about our coffee since we've started. So. That's amazing. And we'll be talking to, the, um, to those guys soon as well. Yeah. So that'll be great. So, um, yeah, so thank you for joining us today, Bob, and thanks for letting us, you know, be in the space. No and worries. Thanks for coming in. It's, um, like I say, always fun to be involved with something a bit different. So Yeah. Just right. really quickly, we've got a question from one of our uh, listeners, Good Moods. He wants to know if you've got a date for your next event. So have we gotten to that point yet where you have dates coming up or not yet? I am in talks to do the South Coast Food and Wine <gasps> Festival, which yes. um, if you look that up, and again, they're, in, they're another, they were a startup last year. We did their first event last year and I was really impressed with the way they ran their event. Um, so when he rang me this year and said that, look, we're going ahead. And um, he sort of explained to me all the things they're putting in place to do with COVID and, and how they're co- coping with the changing in in rules. And I was, yeah, so at this stage, I think that's in October, don't quote me on it, yes, but it you can look it, up on, look it up online. But, yeah, we're, that's probably our next big event. But we still obviously try and do the pop-ups at the shop whenever we can. Um, I took... Amanda out the back earlier and showed her the brisket. I've been here since midnight cooking Looks brisket. delicious. So I've got, I've got brisket in the uh, smoker as we speak. So there'll be brisket on at the shop this weekend for anyone that's interested. And, um, yeah, we'll just keep 
doing what we can do and just I, I just say to people just follow us on Facebook whenever we got something coming up we'll um, blast that out all over there. Well apparently Good Mood said that he's actually looking forward to the South Coast uh, Food and Wine Festival. We've got one more question um, okay. from online so Matt from Parkside Sports Physio who's up in Ingadine he wants to know what's the best smoker to buy for an amateur for some home use? Any ideas, um, Again, tips? you probably don't have long enough in your podcast, <laughs> but um, again, anybody that wants to come in here and chat barbecue, whenever I'm here, yeah. um, I'm happy to talk about those sorts of things. That that question is a question that opens up about 10 other questions yep. from, from me to him. It depends on what you want to do. Yep. Um, I'm a personal fa- a fan of just the offset smoker, which is just the good old small version of the massive trailer I have, yep. which is just a, a firebox in one end where you light a fire. And I'm a pure wood fire guy. Like I, my smoking is done with just a wood fire. There's no charcoal. There's no gas. There's no nothing else. It's just a wood fire. Whereas for the home person that doesn't want to tend to fire for 12 hours, they may want something a bit more low maintenance. So yep. It's a, it's a longer discussion than what's the best smoker. That's yep. like asking, you know. It's a very broad question. Yeah. Well, Matt's actually just come back and said um, that he's going to come down for a coffee date on the weekend to have a chat. Just any time but this weekend. I'm, oh, having, yep. I'm having my first weekend away from the business since about <laughs> September. Next weekend, Matt. I, I, I came in this morning for your podcast and I'm actually taking the family away for the weekend. You deserve so, it. Yeah, well, I, I, that remains to be seen. I'm, I'm sure there's people that argue against that. but No. Uh, <laughs> So thank you again, Bob, for joining us this morning and cooking all night. It smells amazing. I, it's a shame this isn't smell radio because it does smell amazing in here. <laughs> so thank you very much for your time today and hope you have a great weekend. No worries. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. Okay, so next we'll speak to Michael from Widow's Pizza um, who's located a couple doors down from Fired Up Barbecue. Um, and whilst we are waiting for him, we'll just tell you some more about the Sutherland Shire podcast station. So here at ShirePod, we're here to help people create content and digital assets to build a strong online presence. The Sutherland Shire podcast station is a hosting platform for podcasts, as we've seen, and they've become a popular and effective way to boost a business profile or build a personal brand. Now, I'm a small business owner of Daydream Creative and I host Create Chat with Pip. Um, In this podcast, we're able to share branding and website tips and explain in a very natural way what we do and how we do it so that businesses that I'm creating logos and brands for or websites, they get a better understanding of like what's involved. So you can hear our first three episodes on the Sutherland Shire podcast station Podbean platform. Um, The first was about brainstorming and then we went into how to increase your brand perception. Um, And then the latest one is why blogging is better than social media alone. So that's a goodie, that one. Michael has actually just sat down with us from Widow's Pizza Welcome, Michael. Is this your first time on a podcast? Uh, morning, everyone. No, it isn't. Oh. I've been on a couple. This is the first probably for uh, for Widow's Pizza. But. Great. Well, firstly, I love Widow's Pizza. I feel I'm like well you, aware of that. you know my order, but that's all right. <laughs> we'll keep that quiet. Um, but yeah, so how long have you been in business in this location? Uh, the shop itself uh, is almost 30. Uh, so it'll be 30 in September, I believe. Yep. Wow. Uh, 25 years ago, it moved from this actual premises in this shop we're sitting in yep. um, over to two doors down to where it is. So it's been there for about 25 years. And, uh, yeah, it's it's always been a pretty successful business. So I've been in it for 12 years now. And yep. it was it was always something that I, I saw was a good business. We we're always a customer as a family. And yeah, um, and yep. then, yeah just an opportunity opened up. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, it has a really great reputation around the area. And um, yeah, it's fantastic pizzas. Your garlic bread is to die for. Seriously, give that a go. <laughs> Yeah, my wife keeps telling me it needs its own Instagram page. It so. really does. If I order two just because I know the kids eat so much of it. I want some as well. So how were you guys affected by COVID? Did you have to change things up a bit to, to stay open or to, yeah? Uh, there, was, there was a couple of things that were affected. I mean, early on it was a bit, there's a little bit of uncertainty with sort of up and down with, with our turnover. Um, one of the biggest issues we did have a little bit was with our suppliers. There was a couple of issues with with supplier, so that makes you really nervous about having consistency with your product and having to go yeah, somewhere different. Yeah, try yep. and find stock sometimes, not even you know some pretty important stock. Not just uh, do they have it and does another supplier have it? You know, it was yeah. This is something I really need. Um, yep. Am I going to Woolies to spend three times <laughs> yeah. as much money to get to get a product? So uh, a couple of times that happened. So we lost a bit 
on those, in those circumstances. Overall, um, you know, we've, it was up and down, but the, the, we did have a lot of support during during the time. So our business doesn't rely heavily on eat-ins. Yep. There's a lot of takeaway and delivery, and um, and really, I heard Bob mention the uh, the video that Reese Christopher did. Yes, local biz and. Pretty much from a month solid after that video, we were getting crushed. We were that busy. It shows um, the, the so power of social yeah, media on, and, and that, putting that yourself out on there. A, on a Thursday and, yeah, the, the, that night and then that entire weekend was enormous. So yeah, it just shows little things like that can make a, a really big difference because yep. we were sort of, you know, just getting by a little bit uh, yep. for a little while when it, when it all started and then after that, yeah, for – for a good period, we, we were pretty busy. So yeah, and was that a lot of new new people coming? We did see, yeah. yeah, we did see a lot of new customers, and they've stuck around for the most part by the looks of it. They come um, regulars, well, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, it was what Reese did with that video, and I hope hopefully it sounds like everybody else that was involved as well yeah. um, got the same benefit that we did. Yeah, that's really awesome. So, what is your most popular pizza? What would you say? Probably the Engadine, the just the supreme one. Yeah, um, you know there are some. Some pretty mainstream ones that people order a lot of the all meat and the wine and margarita, but the uh, the new one, the peri peri chicken one, has has taken off a bit. Oh, I haven't tried that one, but yeah. I really like the fiesta. So that's the yes. Mexican one with the chicken and salsa and sour cream. That it's is really delicious. good and looks really good as well. So it does. It does. Like Mexican food, it's it's about as good as it gets. Yeah, and it's good. Um, so, do you do family meals or anything? Any kind of deals that you want to tell us about? Oh, the deals we do have, have been pretty steady. For if anyone knows widows, we don't really change too much. We just sort of well, if it works. stick with what <laughs> we do well, or what we think we do well, and um, you know, it's just sort of a multiple pizza deal. If you order more than one, yep. a larger family, they just get they get cheaper. Or if yep. you uh, order over a certain amount, you get a free garlic bread or garlic pizza with a pickup. So incentivize people to come in and get their food. Yeah, that's great. So, what is the best way to order? I know that I use the app, and there's some pretty good perks with that. Um, but yeah. What, what ways can people order? Uh, definitely, uh, yeah, I mean, you can always give us a call um, or the app, as you mentioned, just Widow's Pizza on the App Store. And, um, yeah, there's loyalty points on, on every order on there and it's pretty much the exact same menu um, with some specials as well. So it's really easy to manage and, and you get your loyalty points, like I said, so it pretty much results in cash back. Yeah, uh, it's a couple of dollars on. off every time I order a pizza. It's great, great incentive. Yeah, so that app's been really good for us. Yeah, that's great. So is there anything else you want to tell us about or anything coming up on the weekend that people can pop in and grab? Anything else? Um, probably not. No, like <laughs> I said, we pretty much uh, we just pretty much do what we do every yep. uh, every day and, and it's just afternoon and evening service. But uh, yeah, we're, we're always open. Basically, our only two days off are Boxing Day and Christmas Day. So yep, so seven days. Yep. Yep. But, Perfect. Um, yeah, so... Appreciate you guys having me on too because little things, like I said, little things like this are always great for, for anyone in, in local business. So Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind of like the concept behind the Being There podcast is to go locally and then bring in other businesses that are around to, to bring some attention to them. So that's really great. Yeah. So, yeah, um, anyway, so everyone can come down and order their pizza tonight. I feel, I feel like that's what I might be doing. Yeah, we'll be there. Perfect. We'll, be there. well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Especially this early in the morning. When, I know. Yeah, know. it's a bit out of my routine. Yeah, the, sorry uh, about morning. that, mate. No, that's all right. <laughs> uh, all good. So uh, just in case you've um, just tuned in, we've had a couple of people drop in. We're currently located at the Fired Up Barbecue for um, breakfast this morning at Ingadine. Uh, we've just had Michael on from Widow's Pizza. So thanks, Michael, for joining us again. No problem at all. Thank you. And um, moving on, uh, let's just have a, another quick chat about uh, ShyPod here, Amanda. Yeah. So you actually teach your students on ShyPod about branding and promotion. Yeah, yeah. So we found that um, the group masterclass was a great place to learn the practical skills of podcasting as well as networking with other um, hosts and sharing ideas and just getting feedback about your ideas. Um, so we've taken the masterclass online during COVID and um, I run the last um, session on branding and promotion. So that was great. Um, we look at your tile artwork, social media images and your one sheet just to get that all branded nicely and consistent and just give you that um, confidence to go out and promote your podcast. Just a reminder for those that have uh, dropped in, we're actually at the Fired Up Barbecue at Ingadine. 
It's on Kingswood Road, and yes, it's all the way down the back end of Kingswood Road there. But it's worth the drive. Oh, it's so worth the drive. The smoke, uh, the brisket this morning smells amazing, and I believe that was bacon and egg rolls going out earlier, so they smell great. But we've actually managed to get um, Kristen off the uh, coffee machine for a moment. Now, if I remember correctly, Bob was saying that uh, three pence actually helped find you for Bob. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd been working with uh, three pence coffee for about four years at another cafe and um, about the same time as the pandemic sort of kicked off, um, I had decided to leave that place just for a change. It had no idea what bad timing it was. <laughs> I was able to uh, pick up a little bit of work with some friends at other cafes um, for a little while and then, uh, yeah, I heard through Anthony he called me and, yeah, told me that Bob was looking at starting coffee, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That, that was good. So great timing. <laughs> so, do you actually come from the area? Or are you a yeah, local girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've I used to live in Townsville, but I've lived here in Engadine for about seven years. Yeah. And yeah. of course, it's so busy here in a morning. I'm amazed how many people have dropped in this morning for bacon and egg rolls and uh, a coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty popular. We've got some awesome regulars keeping us going. So um, I must be doing something right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the coffee. Yeah, this no morning. problem. All good. And yeah. we've ended up with another viewer. Good morning, Owen. It's nice to see you online. So thank you very much, um, Kristen. Have a lovely day. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, now, we love the concept of buying local, but I have this feeling this has been going on for years in this area. Yeah, it is. It's nothing really new in the area. Um, everybody in business really does, you know, support each other. Anthony, thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us this morning. Everyone's here up so early. It's beautiful view out here by the by this section of Ingadine. We're all coffee addicts. That's it. Oh, is that what it is? I really need to add more coffee to my <laughs> diet. So, Anthony, you're actually um, from Three Pence. So, tell us a little bit about Three Pence. Uh, yeah, so um, I am the head roaster and also um, co-owner of uh, Three Pence with um, Mark Gentle. Um, we started probably three years ago as, as Three Pence roasters. Um, before that, we were roasting for our own cafe. So, I had a group of cafes myself. Um, we had any one time we had up to a sort of eight cafes going about a hundred staff um that's all gone now that was in the in the past probably won't do that again but uh now into the into the, the roasting side of it i started in my garage um in cronulla um and now we have quite a large premises um with facilities to do up, upwards of 10 ton a week uh in Caringbar. so um everything's going super strong which is great so how many cafes do you actually support inside Southern Shire at the moment? Uh, inside Southern Shire? Um, wow, I probably should know this straight off the top of my head. Uh, there's probably at least sort of 15 or so cafes now inside the Shire. Um, each week we now see up to uh, 150 cafes, New South Wales sort of wide. It was from sort of the, uh, foothills of Blue Mountains, like Penrith, uh, oh. all the way up to Central Coast, uh, Liverpool. Um, in a city and then the Shire as well. So um, it's going quite quick. Excellent. Uh, that, that is so awesome that um, we've got such a strong presence outside of the Shire based on this. So Coramanda is not a coffee drinker. So if you're not uh -oh. a coffee drinker, how would you actually <laughs> recommend coffee for you, We've got to start slow. Um, okay. So <laughs> I, I, if you're a chai drinker, we can do some dirty chais, some, some wheat coffees, even down to uh, our decafs. Okay. It sounds a bit weird and it's a bit of a, a criminal word word in the, in the caffeine industry, but um, our decaf, look, we're using a single origin decaf. It's, it's beautiful, sweet, nice little citrus notes to it, and that will probably get you started. There you go. You've convinced me. I might have to try that. <laughs> oh, come on down. There you go. <laughs> so... Um, where can people um, find out more information about you if there's cafes that need some a new coffee supplier? Yep. Where, where can we find you? Yeah, oh, uh, online. So we've got a pretty strong um, online presence now. Uh, but on our, on our website, um, jump on there. You've got heaps of information of where we are, what we do, um, all about sort of, I guess, what we want to put out there in, in the coffee world. Yep. Um, and that's just creating you know, sustainable and consistent coffee Um trying to give back to some of the farms as much as what we can as well and let Great. people in on what's happening over there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we'll jump online. Has the um, COVID-19 been a big impact for your business or not quite? Uh, yeah, it, it has been. Um, in a city, CBD, is, um, oh, it's pretty much disappeared. 
but the, all the suburbs have gone absolutely nuts. So it's just keeping up with those guys um, and, and helping them. Uh, they've got different hours now. Um, some of them have actually gone up in coffee because people are working at home and so forth. Yeah. So it's just working alongside of them, um, making sure that they're all right is the best that we can sort of do, is just support our, our, our group of cafes. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that, that was our, our biggest thing. And then, and then uh, now we're getting to the, the, the stage of sort of getting some green bean coffee or raw coffee out of some of the uh, countries that we get it to. was having a few little issues there yep. of getting across borders into the ports, but um, we'll, we'll muscle our way through. Yeah, yeah, that's great. One more thing, Three Pence Roasters. Can you tell me about the name? All right, so th- Three Pence. Uh, coffee, uh, now this is going back a long, long way. There's a bit of my coffee geek coming out. Um, but uh, coffee was never used to, usually paid for. Uh, coffee started out in just coffee houses where you'd, you'd talk about politics and relationships and, and so forth, wow. and coffee was just something that was handed out. Um, when coffee found its way over to England, um, there was a coffee house started in the middle of London called Lloyd's Coffee House, which is now Lloyd's Bank, mm-hmm. um, and they started there, and they were the first to charge for retail coffee, um, and that was three pence. So we said... Let's, uh, let's go that. And it's a bit, a bit of something to talk about as well. So no, that's it's awesome. Pretty cool, yeah. And I actually like the, um, the design on all of these. So, oh my. He's our mascot. That's Hugo. Hugo? That's Hugo. There's a story behind Hugo? Well, he's, about the, he's a sort of that classic dude that would have showed up at um, the Lloyd's Coffee House. So, I love it. I love the authenticity behind the logo. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And he, he doesn't look like me. And Some I love that he has a name. I love that yeah, he has yeah. a name. Yeah. yeah. It's really great. Yeah, he's a cool little dude. So he's going to keep popping up, so look out for him. Yeah, no, that's really fantastic. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, – we're actually being told this is great history here and we've um, actually ended up with Amanda online as well. So good morning, Amanda. It's nice to see you back online. Um, but, um, yeah, that's amazing, the history. Yeah, well, I love I love branding and names behind businesses. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, having it's great to have a story. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that strong brand because obviously online sort of stuff now, your Instagram and everything like that is so powerful. Um, it's good to have something that where people get on there and give it a bit of a rigid dig. Now, oh, there's people online saying, we love Hugo. <laughs> people oh, right people are commenting. It's great. Nice one. And, of course, you've got an Instagram page, so if someone grabs a coffee and they can tag you guys with it. Yep, absolutely. Tag Hugo everywhere you are um, and we'll, we'll fire straight back with something pretty cool. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's really great. Thank you so much, Anthony, right. for joining no us this morning. Yeah. And that's uh, all because of your coffee, of All course. because of Hugo. There you go. <laughs> so if you want more information about Three Pence, jump on um, social media or go to their website. And thank of you course, much. Uh, like we've always said, everything will be on our show notes as well. Of which, course. So right thank you, Anthony. Thank you very much. Oh, and if you have just uh, logged on, uh, we've actually got Roastmaster Glenn has just entered the live studio. So... Welcome, Glenn, for joining us today. We're actually at Fired Up Barbecue at Ingadine. Um, we're actually supporting all the local businesses inside Ingadine today. Uh, there's um, been a couple of people come on, widows, three-pence roasters, but just um, letting you know that the Local Business Awards is closing, I think, the 16th. 16th. Yes, they're coming up. Yeah, so make sure that you get in and uh, register. You can either, um, sorry, get in and vote. Um, so that's localbusinessawards.com.au or if you're at your actual local business, they should have a poster with a QR code. Now, how do you use the QR code, Makes Amanda? it super easy. You put your phone with the camera up to the QR code and it will take you through to that page so you can instantly vote for that business, no searching. Uh, a couple of other businesses that are also inside Ingadine that we should uh, give a shout-out to, uh, AP Care Services, um, which has developed a comprehensive range of domestic and social support care services to assist with their clients to live the best life possible. Uh, Assistant Dogs Australia is located in Ingadine. Did you know that, Amanda? I did not. Yes. So they're a non-profit organisation that trains Labradors and Golden Retrievers. They're so gorgeous. I love those dogs. To help enhance the quality of life and improve the level of independence for people with disabilities. As a result of the program, these highly trained dogs allow recipients to have greater mobility, gain confidence and have higher self-esteem. Now, there is a couple of other businesses that are also um, inside um, Ingadine. We've got Creative Mantra, Daisy Dancewear and Children's Clothing. All of these businesses can be found on the Local Business Awards. Make sure you vote for your favourite businesses. The voting closes 16th of July, so getting quick. And if you missed out last week, uh, last week we actually spoke to um, President Productions about 
the awards night will go ahead. I can say that the, the presentation will go ahead in some capacity this year. So that's a little bit of a, um, a secret at the moment, but I suppose I sort of spilled the beans. <laughs> Um, just a quick shout out to to the amazing hairdresser that keeps my hair purple too, by the way, who's also an Ingadinian. Uh, that's Curl Up and Die at Ingadine down on um, Banksia Avenue. So if you're looking for a brand new haircut, she works, I think, two nights, late nights and uh, Tuesday to Saturday. So contact Steffi at Curl Up and Die. Yeah, there's heaps of local businesses in Ingadine that are all quite small businesses, really great people. So yeah, jump in there and support. So as we're nearly done, let's have a quick recap of our guests today. Amanda, who are we thanking today? I thank Bob for letting us come into the space. Um, it's been fantastic and cooking that brisket, which we're very excited to um, have have a taste of soon. Our little entourage here is um, chomping at the bit to try that uh, brisket, I think. <laughs> I know. Um, Anthony from Three Pence Roasters and Michael from Widow's Pizza. So they were our awesome guests. Uh, Big shout-out to Kristen, of course, for making our coffees this morning. Yes, amazing shout-out. Delicious. And, of course, as we've stated before, you can get in touch with them through the links in our show notes. Um, just a reminder, where are we next week, Amanda? We are going to be welcomed by Cafe Y in Menai. So this place has only just reopened on the 1st of July and it's a youth centre as well as training facilities for young people. Oh, it's actually, I'm really, really looking forward to um, being over there. Um, so they also collaborate with Cafe and other services to provide on-the-job training events and activities that um, engage our youth, which is great. They've got an amazing sound studio where they do their own music, which I think is... I can't wait to visit because I haven't been yet. Oh, you haven't? No. And you should see their backyard. They're actually clearing a space so then they can do their own gardening. So they'll be able to source their own um, herbs and vegetables for the cafe from out the back. And I That's reckon the, best. the kids are going to love it. It's going to be really, really great. I'm really looking forward to being at Cafe Y again. Um, so just a reminder, we're at Cafe Y next Friday from 7am. And you're more than welcome to come down to Menai and have a coffee with us. Or you can, um, apparently, Katie's telling us that the Cafe Y is awesome. Um, just a quick shout out to our amazing team, our um, producer Pip, our roadies Paul and Jasper. We're getting so yeah. famous, we've got roadies. <laughs> uh, thank you, Amanda, for bringing your creative genius and voice to our podcast this week. No worries. And thank you, Jay, for organising this amazing morning, as well as our loyal listeners. We hope you've had a great morning. And as we we try to bring you the essence of Ingadine community, we take the time to take care of each other and stay connected. We're so proud to be part of this production that will be coming live to you every Friday morning between 7 and 8 a.m. But we're on ShyPod at podbean.com. All you need to do is follow us. Yeah, and share it with your friends and find all the links to the businesses mentioned in our show notes. The ShyPod is a local media production company creating podcasts for local personalities and businesses. So check out our other podcast series on Podbean. Subscribe and let us know what you thought in the comments. You've been listening to the Been There podcast. Thank you, everyone, for coming online. It's been great. Thanks, guys.